This testimony shows you how far a man who engages in occultism distances himself from God. In the service of the spirits, he is prohibited from invoking the help of God. This testimony has the particularity of being a preparation of God for the testimony of the concerned. Indeed, his father who was a fervent Christian had to pray and intercede for the deliverance of his son for more than 27 years. Driven by ambition, Jorge had reached the heights of the occult but had known no trace of happiness. Unhappy and miserable in all his condition, Satan ends up asking him to sacrifice his daughter and his wife. Fortunately, Jesus Christ answers his father's prayers and delivers him from witchcraft. He repents and destroys all the instruments of his occult practices. This testimony is poignant for strengthening the faithful of Jesus Christ. The speech is pleasant and easy to access. All those who abandon the occult sciences and dedicate their lives to Jesus Christ should read testimonies of this type as a priority. It is one of the most complete and most edifying that one can find on the net. He reveals the darkness in a very respectful language worthy of a Christian. A point to note, in a constant way, all the testimony gives without ceasing glory to God, glory to Jesus Christ who accompanies gloriously and without respite his children. Be blessed. Love of Christ. Part 1. At the age of seven, I was already expressing my great ambitions to my parents. One day I will be rich, I will be successful I will be on television. This wish has been fulfilled. First Pact, Initiation into Black Magic. Early Ambitions. I started with a first pact in the city of Foz de Iguazu, where I was involved in several branches of witchcraft and voodoo, then I was sent to several cities for learning and development. My ambition was to get to know the masters and high-ranking officers in the occult. This happened in Salvador. I was under the authority of a lady, a tutor responsible for guiding my learning, a great witch who told me that I had to go through several phases and several trials warning me that it was essential to be courageous during the rituals that I was going to undergo. If you don't think you will get there, tell us right away, we will cancel everything. I will get there, I have goals. What is your main goal? I want to reach the top, I want to be essential in my field, I want to work on television, with famous people. Initiation. I have been tied. A spirit has incorporated this woman. She smashed a bottle, grabbed a shard, then cut my ribs open and put a silver marble on me. She then opened my left arm to insert a cross-shaped object into it. Then she grabbed a large needle and sewed me up without anesthesia. I was scared, I was in pain, I thought she would open up other parts of my body. I shouted. Don't do that, don't do that, I wasn't expecting this, don't cut me anymore, for God's sake. A man present during the ritual quickly left, then he returned with a plant called, Sword of Saint George, translation, Sansevieria Trifesieta. He beat me until the plant totally broke. While he was beating me, he said to me. Never again will you call on God, henceforth your God is the spirits. During this time, at that time, my father, a Christian, prayed for me, my God, take my son out of there, get him out of witchcraft. Twenty-seven years later, Jesus freed me from the witchcraft I had sunk into. The Tattoos Let's go back to my beginnings in witchcraft. After this first pact, I was taken to a house where I was tattooed on a large part of my body, my chest, my back, my legs. They tattooed images of dragons and snakes on my body. They tattooed me on the back, an upside-down figure, a woman's figure assimilated to the Virgin Mary, she was as they told me, my protector. The Obligations of the Pact After this first pact, I received various recommendations. For example, I should no longer wash myself with water. I haven't washed for 19 years, at least not like a normal human being, e with soap and water. I also did not have to cut my hair, brush my teeth, cut my nails, or cut my beard. Regarding my diet, I was entitled only to red and raw meat and strong alcohol, 
40 degrees. For 19 years, I was only allowed raw meat and absolutely nothing else, I was very skinny at that time. Before embarking on this black magic, I did not know what was really waiting for me, I was young and naive. I asked them why my habits had to change so much, they replied that I had been designated for a special mission. The Superior Protection of Christians One day my father was in town, he wanted me to accompany him to a place. Normally no one can sit in the front seat of my vehicle, this place belongs to my protector, my protective spirit. If anyone ventured there, something would happen to him. When my father approached the vehicle I hastened to open one of the rear doors, but he replied. Why do you want me to sit in the back? Are we expecting someone else? No. I didn't dare tell him that it was the place of a spirit. I expected the spirit to manifest violently. When my father got into the front of the vehicle, I couldn't see the spirit. I wondered where he could have gone. When I got into the vehicle in turn, I saw the spirit outside. He couldn't be in the company of a Christian, he was powerless. My works against couples. When I have completed all the initiation rituals. A higher spirit asked me to go to Africa to receive special training. After that, I received the ability to break couples. I have become a sort of marabou breaker of couples. Upon my return I had become very famous among those who seek to break up marriages and couples. At one time, for example, I managed to break 69 couples in 30 days. I mastered the mystical techniques of separation. With only five sentences, five formulas, I could separate a couple by appealing to three different minds. The Strength of Faithful Christians I must tell you that I have never been able to separate a couple of practicing Christians. Those who pray together are protected. I couldn't, I had no control over them. I remember that before I left Africa, a spirit, an Orisha had spoken to me and warned that I could undo as many pairs as I would be asked to break up, but that it would be difficult for me to break up couples of practicing Christians. I did not conceive of this possibility, I did not know that a force greater than ours could exist since I had asked from the start to be one of the greatest. As soon as I returned to Salvador, I asked my tutor who they were who were not afraid of us, nor of our spirits and our guides. I thought we were the strongest. I did not understand. She replied that the only ones they really have trouble with are Christians who get protection because of their prayers. We cannot do anything against them, and this is the only category of people that poses a problem for us, but they are very few, for everything else we have free access. She told me not to waste my time with them. When I found out that the couple to break up were a practicing Christian, I didn't have to waste my time, I just had to refuse to do the job and move on to another client. I was able to realize later, that most of these Christians have the odd appearance, people who one can believe to be a little silly, too simple even silly. They are quirky in the way they speak, the way they dress and even the way they walk. You know today when you come across individuals, they are generally very fashionable, proud-looking, outstretched necks and a lot of pretense, whereas these Christians are not. They are so simple they are on the fringes. The kind of person you want to slap for no reason. I despise them all the more. I regarded them with all the more contempt because I couldn't understand why I couldn't do anything against these silly-looking people. She said to me, they only have an idiotic appearance, but do not dare to touch them, their avenger is terrible, they are protected by God. I'm going to give you a revelation, when somebody brings us a picture or a piece of clothing of a Christian, we feel it right away and we can't go any further. Little by little I learned to recognize them and to let go. We have like a barrier, we cannot locate the person nor have access to the person of any form. On the other hand, I have known Christians who are totally accessible and fearful, they were afraid of us and we had a hold on them. But the other category of Christians is dangerous, they use the power and authority of Christ over us, us occult forces, agents of Satan. They are called feedback, feedback because they very often pray on their knees. 
Let me tell you, when you have hurt these Christians and they discover it, whether mystically, or in everyday life, they do not get angry, do not come to hold you accountable or cause a scandal, they remain calm towards you but they will kneel before their God. What is happening is exactly as the Bible says, they are gathering hot coals on the heads of their enemies. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat, if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. For it is hot coals that you heap on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Proverbs 25 22 But if your enemy is hungry, feed him, if he is thirsty, give him a drink, for in doing so, you will heap hot coals on his head. Romans 12 20, the lady adds again, if you do something bad to these Christians, they will not come and fight with you, they will do the prayer. These are the ones we must flee. When they pray, it has the effect of a burning fire on us. They destroy our work to the point where it can be taken to relocate. When she painted me a portrait of those I must avoid at all costs, I understood that they should be feared. She replied, it is not them that must be feared, but it is the one who walks with them, Jesus. Later with more power, I feared some Christians, because now I could see the angels. They are giants. Sometimes you see a Christian walking alone in the street, try a little to approach him mystically, in a few seconds giant angels appear, you take your legs around your neck like lightning. Having seen it with my own eyes, I can assure you that God is faithful, you who fear and keep the commandments of God, no occult force can reach you. A human can come and physically strike one of these Christians, but in spirit, this is not possible, no occult force has power over them, nor approach them. They are totally protected from this world, but I repeat, they are so few that it is almost rare to be confronted with this type of Christians. For others, the powers of darkness act day and night by the thousands on a single individual. One day in the street, a young man was evangelizing, he passed near my guardian's house, and handed me a piece of paper, which I mechanically grabbed through the barrier. The lady that seen it recognized a Christian, she started screaming, asking the young man to get out. She had not seen any divine protection around the young man. Angels do not show themselves systematically, which many times deceive us. The lady believed he was one of those accessible Christians as is the case with the vast majority. She told us, you will see, I am going to perform a ritual, in seven minutes this young person will come back, he will kneel in front of us and ask our forgiveness. The young man never returned, the spell the lady cast never reached him. She was ashamed and angry. A few minutes later, in his room, a fire erupted from somehow where a few images and statues were consuming. We rushed to turn it off and save the ritual material. She said to me, you see, this young man has just prayed over us, it is his prayer that burned our objects. I was taking note. Part 2. The Cowardice of the Orichas. One day, when it was midnight, we were getting ready to do a ritual in some kind of path when we heard music and chanting. I asked the others why the music and singing at this hour of the night and in this remote place. It will prevent us from concentrating. One of my companions replied, they are Christians, they are having a vigil of prayers and praises. These people sang and prayed loudly. I then asked what we were going to do. They replied, we can't be seen, let's stay silent and wait for them to pass. It was out of the question for me to wait. I had just discovered the power of the Orichas, I felt strong and invincible, I wanted to face these Christians. It was then that I summoned a spirit that I had known in Angola, during my mystical internship. I approached them, they were very focused and fervent they were advancing towards the path in our direction, hardly a few more steps, the spirit that I had summoned fled, most of the spirits present with we also ran away. After this observation, my companions fled to the forest, asking me to do the same. I hid myself. I watched these Christians go by without realizing our presence. In my ignorance and in my naivety, as I realize it today, I worked with several or reach us, 
some of whom were black. These black orichas were causing me a lot of problems, from there I started to dislike black men in general. Now in this group of Christians, who sang in the paths in the middle of the night, I saw several black men, filled with the Holy Spirit. Wizards can see this type of thing a few times. Just one of the black men passing near the place we abandoned to take refuge in the forest said, Stop! There is something evil here. He called out the name of Jesus, he called out the blood of Jesus. The glory of God and the weakness of the Orichas. From where I was standing I could see his forehead. His forehead was shining, his forehead was very bright in the middle of the night. I wanted to put a spell on him and burn him. But I was asked to calm down, because with one sentence this man could annihilate all the spirits and protections placed in me, and therefore me with. I don't know if these Christians saw the light they gave off. It looked like it was noon and not midnight, so strong was the light they gave off. Yet a few meters away, we were in the darkness hidden with our spirits. These Christians had no weapons on them, but we considered them extremely armed and dangerous, to the point where we had to humble ourselves by flight and hiding until they all left. The power of God and the useless grace. One day at the beach, three men in suits and ties arrived. I was laughing at them when they approached me then. Among them, a black. It was precisely the black that spotted me. He slowly approached me, filled with the Holy Spirit. At that time I was wearing 72 gray-gray on me. Before he got too close to me I asked him to stop. What do you want? I want to give you a word from God, Jesus loves you, He has a plan for your life. Who tells you that I want your paper, I have my minds that's enough for me, and then I think you're crazy, he does hot, everyone is enjoying the beach and you annoy people with your suit, your tie and your little flyers on your Jesus. Everyone around laughed. At that moment, this man's lips began to move. I asked what he was doing, someone replied, he prays. I was very brave, I was not afraid of anything, yet without reason my legs started to tremble, a fear suddenly invaded me. I was scared but I also had hatred, I hated this black man, his way of looking bothered me, his way of speaking, of standing bothered me. I finally released him. Little Christian, if you don't get out of there, I'm going to beat you up. There I made him the list of all my titles obtained in occultism, I wanted him to know that he was in front of a great sorcerer and that he feared me. The Christian told me. Your private and professional life is none of my business, I have come to fulfill my mission, which is to tell you that Jesus loves you. He has the power to free you from the clutches of Satan. Out of my sight, my patience has reached its limit clears. He smiled. Why are you smiling, do you want me to kick your ass? Who are you demon? I am doing the work of God, the blood of Jesus has power. Because of these words, my body was shaking more and more. I had never lost control of my body so much before. When the young man asked my body to stop, my body stopped shaking. They left, I was perplexed, this man showed me that everything I had on me was worth nothing in front of the authority he had. In 1986 I was already considered the fourth most powerful wizard in the country. I was cold and calculating. I had progressed enormously in the various occult sciences, I had climbed the ranks of several different branches. The Christian does not fight against men. At that time, I could see a person and know, without them telling me, his name. I developed this technique by going a second time to the African continent. There are several things that I must confide. Several have asked me the question. Since 1987 a lot has changed in society regarding the media. That year, we started to introduce a lot of fetishes and witchcraft on television and in video games. Things are much more covered up than you might imagine, but believe that we have introduced witchcraft in entertainment and culture massively, I have been involved in bringing the power of darkness into homes. Pray a lot, that these things don't come into your house. Paul spoke of the struggle not against flesh and blood, that is, not against visible enemies and our neighbor. 
If we invest money in sturdy doors of secure houses and apartments so that no thieves can enter, the Bible tells you, that's nothing, because you let in spirits of darkness and that it's much worse, you don't know because we can't see them. You are not securing your homes against these things, which come in to take away peace from homes and much more. For we do not have to struggle against flesh and blood, but against dominions, against authorities, against the princes of this dark world, against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Ephesians 6:12. Proclaim the authority of Christ against these things. I have known many fearful Christians, Christians who are afraid of occult forces, Christians who cannot even pass by a cemetery for fear of the spirits. This fear does not come from God but from Satan, he uses it to have a hold on you. Dogs attack more, when they detect your sweat your fear gives them encouragement to attack you because they know you are weak. The devil does the same. It may be restless, but you're stronger in Christ. If you get scared, he'll redouble his efforts to make you so scared that you won't even think of Christ. Learn to overcome these fears and use the authority freely available to you in the blood shed on the cross. The Rejection of Homosexuality and Marriage I was at the top of my art at that time. It was then that the protective spirit that I served, said to me. You have already served me a lot, I will ask you one more thing, you must open your head for the queen. Any great wizard, knows what that means, if you open yourself up to this entity, you automatically become homosexual. I told him I wasn't interested. I had several wizarding colleagues who had become homosexual in relation to this entity, that meant nothing to me. When you accept these categories of spirits, they have the power to change your sexual orientation. If you are a woman, you can even become a prostitute, as long as you will never satisfy your sexual desires. My protective spirit insisted. I said no. It was then that she got angry, and said to me. You are my slave, my horse, you will do it. I got scared, but I tried to negotiate again, I asked him if there was not a solution, another way out. She brought together several other spirits, then she told me their decisions. If you can find a woman who falls in love with you and marries you, then you won't have to take this mandatory step. You have exactly 90 days to make a woman love and marry you. You have neither the right to use fetishes, nor magic, nor money to achieve your ends. The woman should not know that you are rich or that you have property. She must love you as you are. Today, I am a very beautiful mixed race. But at that time, I was not at all handsome, I was loathsome. Remember I was not allowed to wash myself, not allowed to use perfumes or deodorants, not allowed to cut my hair, not to comb my hair, not to brush my teeth with the help of a toothbrush, to eat normally I was thin, ugly, repulsive, I smelled like a goat. It was a way of binding me, of trapping me, so that the spirits could use it later. Who would want to marry me under these conditions? I was a drug user, because of my profession, I had a full criminal record. I was pointed. However, I had to immediately start looking for a wife, to buy my freedom from the devil. I really felt the trap on the part of those I served, the spirits. Every girl I approached ran away. Thirty days have passed, the girls were still running away from me. Thirty more days, same thing. I entered into despair. I didn't want to become effeminate. I then thought that I had to get drunk a lot, take the car, drive at a high speed to kill myself. I walked into a bar where I carried out my plan to drink to my strength. In the morning, I thought, I will kill myself, I will kill myself. I asked for the bill, I paid. While the bar boy was cashing in the money, I thought about how I was going to die. It was then that a voice deep inside me told me. Jorge doesn't do that. Your life has value to me. I knew it was God. But I was like God? What do you mean? God worries about me? For people like me? It was then that I heard for the second time. Jorge don't touch your life. I returned home, confused, I couldn't kill myself that night. 
so I went to another bar restaurant the next night. In front of everyone I ordered raw meat, I was not allowed to eat anything else. I was eating this meat while drinking 40% alcohol, when the most beautiful woman I have ever seen walked past me. When she came back, she was heading really very close to pass me, when I stretched out one of my thin legs to bar her path. That's all I found, a little joke to tackle it. I asked her if she wanted to go out with me. But have you seen yourself in a mirror? But hey, after she was kind of polite, she apologized, and then she left. I said to myself, that she loved me, I mustn't lose sight of her. I dared to get up to go to her table, she was there with all her family. There was a free seat, I sat down. She stood up like a fury. Badly educated, go away, who do you think you are I was going to answer when my protective spirit told me that this girl's mother is a witch who belongs to the same clan than mine. The spirit told me, his mother belongs to us. At that moment I changed my speech, I answered the girl. Don't worry, I'm not coming for you. I'm coming to chat with your mom. I greeted his mother by her first name, the spirit had given it to me. I introduced myself, I introduced my lineage of witchcraft, she recognized me. Quickly a certain complicity and friendship set in since we were brothers in the occult. I used all my sympathy to find out where they lived. Every day I went to them, I quickly developed a bond with the girl, for two weeks, we went out in the evenings. But I had to come home quickly for a professional emergency. As soon as I arrived, I learned that there was a big argument in her family, her father chased her out of the house. She called me from a public booth very angry because she had just been kicked out. That's when the incredible happened, she asked me. God had started to intervene in my life. I didn't hesitate for a second, I got back on the plane. I looked for her, she was with a relative. She brought me papers from the town hall, asking me if I loved her, I replied totally amazed, I love you, I love you. There were then three days out of the ninety. I married the most beautiful woman in the world who is still my wife today, one of the greatest miracles of my life. After this very sober and intimate ceremony. She wanted to go on her honeymoon. It was then that I remembered that I was married to three spirits. I couldn't touch a woman of flesh and blood. No woman was allowed to sit in the front seat of my car. The spirits started a harassment, do not touch her, do not touch her, do not sleep in the same room as her, we have tolerated that you take her hand, do not go further. I said to myself, I just married a woman, how do I do now? The spirits wanted to kill her. A real pressure, an oppression started. My new wife took me to a big hotel. Once in the bedroom, she lay down on the bed, my God, I can't believe I got married. I was thinking inside, and you're not going to believe what I'm going to tell you now. I started. You know, today I drank a lot, I'm going to take a room next door, I'm not going to sleep here. Tomorrow morning we will discuss, I have a secret to reveal to you, I must tell you, but tomorrow. If you have a secret, you had to tell me before the wedding, otherwise you shouldn't marry me. You are going to tell me this secret now. Besides, go shower, it's our honeymoon. We'll start there then, I can't wash myself. She thought I was lying, and that I was gay. I am a spiritualist. I am a Satanist. You married a great wizard. There I released all my titles to him. She was shocked, horrified. I told her that I would never be able to touch her and that no one would touch her either. Let's make a deal, I'm a rich man, I have a lot of money. I will give you a certain amount every month, I will give you a house, or an apartment as you wish, I will give you a car, a household employee if you want to open a store, or whatever you want, I will give you. We spent the whole night chatting, she finally agreed, I went home, I continued with my life. Part 3. Request for Arisha Crimes I had a child by accident during my teenage years before I started magic. I got my daughter back, whom I left in my wife's care. In this house, 
I had installed ritual objects including two large statues, more than 1,000 candles, 120 cats, three snakes and more. One day I was setting up a game console for my daughter, when a teenage girl from the neighborhood rang the bell. As I opened the door, I heard a loud noise, I shouted to ask him to pay attention to the electric gate. When I saw it, I saw it bent, folded in half, I saw an Arisha incorporating it. This Arisha approached me and told me he wanted to talk to me. We walked towards the room where no one was allowed to enter except me. Here is the message of the spirit. In exactly 14 days, you will kill and your wife, and your daughter, you will drink the blood of both. I'll kill whoever you want, but not my wife or my daughter, please. Ultimately I can kill my wife, but not my daughter. You're going to do it, it's an order, you have to stab her and drink her blood, then you will kill your wife. The spirit is gone. I consulted all the great masters, all the wizards that I could, I knelt in front of them begging their help, so that this does not happen. Don't let them kill my daughter, she didn't choose to be my daughter, she is not involved in her father's activities, I can't, I can't. They all answered me. You have chosen to enter magic, no one has forced you, you must now obey, you are a horse ridden by the spirits, you will go and do as they tell you. At that time, I didn't know that Jesus could get me out of this, I didn't know that he had power over all these things. I did not know that he had power in the heavens, on the earth and under the earth. After these refusals, I went to a nightclub, I drank, I took drugs, I needed courage. I got home at 4 a.m. On the road, I passed a road cleaning vehicle. I stopped near the vehicle, I wanted to chat with someone, I wanted to empty my bag. But first I'm going to tell you that before going to a club, I tried to talk to Christians. I had tried to talk to one of them because I was in such distress. But each of them turned their backs on me. They were either scared or disgusted with my appearance. I would like to remind you dear brother, that if someone comes to you, smells bad, looks strange, don't shut up. These people sometimes need your friendship. Remember when Jesus sat down with the bad living people, he didn't say, these people stink, these people are stupid, these people are weird, these people look weird. But he said he was sent for the sick, if you say you are the light of Christ know that you are for people like that, and not just for those around you, I needed hope, the Christians refused it to me. I had even tried to stop Christian cars, but they were making detours to avoid me. If it happens to you true Christians to argue with a wizard, magician, do not be afraid to argue with him and even hold his hand, nothing will happen to you, be sure, you are covered. Of the grace of God and the blood of Jesus Christ from there don't think a wizard can do anything against you. You may be the only person to teach him, despite all his esoteric knowledge, that Jesus can free him from all these bonds. Because we don't know. Even when we have become slaves in the pay of the devil, we endure hopeless despair. Let's go back to this morning when I approached the garbage collector. I approached him, became suspicious of him, I parked my car, I approached him I touched his broom so that he was comfortable then I said to him. Do you have anything ever heard of happiness, do you know someone who is happy? He smiled, and said. You won't believe it, but I'm the happiest man in the world. But are you a street sweeper, a garbage collector, you win a few jigs and you say you're the happiest man in the world? I am the happiest man in the world because I am a Christian, washed, redeemed by the blood of Jesus. Are Christians happy then? Yes because they have the Prince of Peace with them, have you never heard of him? I think you are crazy. You call me a garbage collector, in fact I take care of cleaning the streets as you said. But that's on this earth, in a while I'll be in New Jerusalem, over there, the streets are golden. You are crazy, you are crazy, what is this city? What gold are you talking about? Is that what you think about when you clean the streets? Does that make you delirious at this point? I really thought he was crazy, let's say bonkers, I had fun teasing him. 
you're Jesus, he's good, and all that. Yes, all power has been given to him. You know, I have to kill my wife and my daughter, because I am a wizard and I have to do it. I thought he was going to be scared, but no, his eyes started to glow. I asked him. Ask your Jesus how much he takes to help me not to kill my wife and my daughter, I pay, I give everything he wants, I have the means. You know I was really a great wizard, my rates were high, $10,000, $50,000 and even $100,000 for a mission. I helped a man to become president of the republic. I continued. I pay whatever he asks, I advance part now, then the other when I see results, does it work? Jesus only expects one thing from you. A single thing? I usually work with at least 72 ritual objects. Whoever gives me a mission must spend nearly $1,000 just on material and it's $300 for 3 minutes of consultation, with that I have a queue of 6 months. So what is this thing? Jesus wants you to become his friend, open your heart to him, recognize your weakness, accept him as your only Lord and Savior, that will be enough. What are you telling me here? Are you telling me that I have to become a Christian? That I become like you? You don't have to be like me, I only ask you to open your heart and let Jesus come into your life, he will solve your problems. But I can't. I've already given my soul to the Orichas, I can't give it to anyone anymore. You cannot want the blessing and reject the one who blesses you. If you accept Jesus, I guarantee you victory in his blood. I cannot. I prefer to pay. Jesus doesn't work like that. I got angry, I left in the direction of my car. The young man followed me and knocked on the window. Whether you like it or not, God has a plan for you. I left. At around 4 p.m., I was in the process of carrying out the Orisha order, when someone rang. My daughter ran saying, it's grandpa, grandpa is here. A very angry spirit said to me. This old man will come and ruin everything. My father came in, he kissed my wife and my daughter, he looked at me and asked me if everything was okay. As soon as he entered, he saw the statues that I had installed in the middle of the living room, he exclaimed. God have mercy on my son. My father wanted to pray right now. I said to myself, no it is not possible, he cannot pray to another god in my house, the Orichas will not appreciate. I barely opened my mouth to ask him not to pray when he interrupted me. My son you will let me pray. The name of Jesus is powerful. I was afraid. You know wizards, at least those from my region, don't really listen to thoughts. These are the spirits that constantly whisper in their ears to guide them to what a person is thinking. The spirits speak in the left ear. So I was afraid of my father because he had guessed what I was going to do, yet he is not rocket science. So I asked him how he knew what I was going to do. He replied. Christ has revealed it to me, and I thank him for taking me to your home at this moment, you are not going to kill your wife or your daughter. Daddy please go away. I know what I'm saying my child, a feast is in preparation in your occult world, Satan asked you to sacrifice your wife and your daughter. You have to go, otherwise the spirits will push you. I will not leave, moreover I will stay a few days here at that moment, I looked for the spirits, but they were nowhere. Part 4. E.N.D. Failure of the Spirits and Victory of Christ. I looked for one of the spirits in particular, inside the house, outside, and finally saw him at the gate. I asked him to help me get my father out of the house, so that I could carry out the order given to me. For the first time, this spirit showed me that he had limits, he told me that he could not touch my father. I was pressured, I risked not carrying out the order of the spirits. I had to take my gun to kill my father, because I had to do my ritual at a specific time. I approached my father with my gun, my wife saw me. My father faced me and told me that he was not afraid of me. He started throwing sentences at me. I am not alone, I have Christ with me. 
May the blood of Christ bind you. May the blood of Jesus immobilize you. I was paralyzed. My brain was working, but my body wasn't so much. With great difficulty I looked for the spirits to help me, through the window I could see them in the distance. My father walked towards me, he put his hand on my shoulder, at that moment my body started to bubble, he started to pray. My Jesus whom I serve, thank you because you revealed to me that you were going to save my son, therefore save him, transform his life, for the honor and glory of your holy name, Amen. I found my movements, I bent down to pick up my weapon. I headed for the house of the spirits and there it was panic. They allowed me to cancel everything, because they too risked the fire of God at that time. The spirits were even more afraid than me. So I called all my collaborators in order to cancel the whole chain of work necessary for the planned sacrifice and the team that had to be present, that is to say all the wizards of my land. There were a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of dissatisfaction to manage, it was the beginning of the fighting. When I returned to the living room, my father was with my daughter. They were busy talking. I grabbed my gun, hidden behind a column in the house, when a giant being appeared. Huge arms, a very developed torso, I immediately hid the weapon, I was surprised, shocked, anguished to see one of the most giant beings that I had been allowed to see. If he had given me a single blow. I wouldn't be in this world anymore. Yet I dared all the same, perhaps out of wit's habit, I told him that no one could enter my house without having identified himself. At this point my father asked me who I was talking to. I answer him, but to this guy who got between you and me. After all this uproar, the guard entered the living room, he asks me, boss, what's going on today, what's going on? I answer him, that I want to know who this man is in the living room. I understood that no one else saw it, so that was the magic of Christians. I calmed down, I acted as if nothing had happened. As a famous wizard, I was very combative. I didn't let myself be impressed by the magic of others. I waited. Later my father was in the bathroom. A spirit whispered in my ear that it was a good time to kill my father. So I was waiting for him behind the door, ready to kill him. When my dad opened the door, this giant appeared first. I was speechless, my father who knew nothing of what I was seeing, asked me why I was waiting for him in front of the bathroom. No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. My son, Jesus is with me. I see it. I went to my room. I got up at dawn, hoping my father would be alone. It must have been 3.30 a.m. I went to my father's room, who was snoring, closed the door. I checked under the bed, no one, I opened the cupboards, people, I checked everywhere, no one. I grabbed my gun thinking. You will never be able to disrupt my activities and my occult world again. Despite the fact that he is my father, I was faithful and had given my soul to the spirits. My father had caused tremendous damage to them. Just as I was about to shoot, the giant arrived. He appeared sitting on the bed. He stood up very slowly, staring at me. Then for the first time he spoke to me. What do you want from him? Nothing. I fled to my room. A few minutes later one of my spirits joined me. I think this giant is going to kill me in the end. You have to take care of it, I'm just a human. No, it's up to you to do it. The next day I tried several more times to eliminate my father, in all I tried 19 times, without success. I would now like to share a passage from the Bible before continuing. They landed in the land of the Gadarenes, which is opposite Galilee, when Jesus had come down to earth, a man from the city came to meet him, he had demons for quite a long time. He did not wear clothes and did not live in a house, but in tombs. When he saw Jesus, he uttered a cry, threw himself at his feet and said in a loud voice. What do you want from me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torment me. The man whose demons had come out begged him to let him stay with him, but Jesus sent him away saying, 
go back to your house and tell about all that God has done for you. He went away and proclaimed throughout the city all that Jesus had done for him. Luke 8, 26 28, 38 29, After a few days, my father returned home, nothing could disturb me now. I summoned all the protagonists for the ritual again. The invitations having been sent. I took my daughter shopping, I thought it was her last day, I wanted it to be nice to her. My wife was also present. I told them that in the evening the two were to accompany me to a party. In reality it was to kill them. After this dream day, around 8 p.m. my wife and my daughter were in the car. In the car, I felt more and more anguish and remorse. I looked at my daughter and I thought I was a monster, an animal. Yet I had no way out, you can't disobey orders. I was to lead them to the large wizarding center. It was a large center, which could contain 1,613 seats. On the road, there was a kind of traffic jam, a security man approached each vehicle, when he approached ours, he asked us to be patient and to drive slowly because there had a congress of Christian youth. There were a lot of people, we were selling Bible books, popcorns, drinks. When we pass near them, my daughter asks me for some popcorns. Popcorns, my daughter, but we had dinner recently. Dad it doesn't cost you anything, please buy me some popcorns. I parked the vehicle, as I pulled the handbrake I thought I was the most monstrous man in the world, I was going to kill my own daughter and my wife in a few minutes or hours. I wondered if I shouldn't rather kill myself instead. At that moment a spirit spoke to me asking me to hurry. I approached the popcorn stand, the young man asked me to wait a bit, I waited for him to restart the machine, while making the movie of my life. My conversion. I weighed 57 kilograms, I was addicted to four types of drugs, I had to inject heroin into my foot, otherwise I couldn't fall asleep. I was exhausted, winnowed. I had trials on my back, including homicide. Do you think the devil is protecting you? He only protects you for a while, until the day he lets you bear the consequences of the acts he himself has requested. In reality I was a wreck, a robot, I couldn't stand life anymore, that life. There I had to add to my heavy burden, that of taking the life of my family. Nearby, I heard the praises of Christians, I heard the songs and the liturgy, I paid attention to the words. It was about fatigue, weakness, and Jesus helped to get us up. These words made me feel good for a moment, but I thought it was an illusion. But at the same time, I wanted to believe it. I projected myself into these words imagining that Jesus could really take this burden away from me, I felt a freshness, a relief. I enjoyed, I loved this feeling. I called my daughter to listen to, I told her, these people sing so well, I don't know these songs, but I listen to the lyrics. I launched into a speech to explain the voices to him, soprano, tenor, etc. She smiled she was amused by my runaway. There she said to me, these people sing well because they sing all the time, they are Christians, from the same church as grandfather. It doesn't have me anymore. I wanted to leave. A friend of my father recognized me, greeted me and insisted that I stay a little while. But I didn't want to. One of my sisters lived 150 meters away, I decided to go there to avoid the guy because a spirit asked me not to discuss with this Christian. I left my daughter at her popcorns I left. When I rang something strange happened, the door would not open, smoke arose out of nowhere, I was wondering what I was seeing when I saw a small flame and out of there came a voice that sounded familiar to me, that voice also seemed to know me very well. Today you will meet your God. Who are you? If you're a spirit, I can find you someone you can fit into if you want to chat quietly. I am the Lord of Christians, your life will be transformed from today. When he presented himself like this, at the time I was conceiving everything from the point of view of magic. For me Christians had their magic and I mine. I used to welcome spirits from another land, when you are a sorcerer you can take an interest in everything and practice all religions because they all belong to Satan, apart from true Christians.
I didn't have permission. So I believed that it was the magic of Christians, the witchcraft of Christians. I tried to run away. I ran, crossed the street, I almost got run over by a car. At one point a spirit that I crossed asked me why I was running like this, I told him what I had seen and heard he confirmed to me that it was the magic of Christians. That's the magic of Christians, Christians do magic against people, they've done it on you. How is it possible? I decided to take revenge for this spell. I decided to wait until the end of their meeting to find all the people who knew me and who potentially had prayed against me by sending me their Christ, I wanted to start with my father's friend. I was waiting for him until the last one that came out I didn't see him, someone asked me who I was looking for, I gave the name, but everyone told me he was gone, he had passed in front of me, most likely the Lord made him invisible to me. I went to his house, face to face I threatened him, I told him that I was going to destroy him, kill him. He started to pray, and there I saw him catch fire. I thought it was I who burned him with my threats. When I wanted to approach him to check why he was still standing, I received a blow from above this blow really knocked me out I thought I was dead. I was all the more afraid because my guides and protectors were not in this place. The Christian who caught fire without burning explained to me that it was an angel who had struck me. I asked him why there was fire on him, he told me it was the fire of the Holy Spirit, the flame that I saw, was blue. He began to say words to me that I had never heard before. If the angel didn't kill you, it's because God has a plan for you. Jesus loves you, no matter what you are, no matter what your past is or what you've done. The most important is that you have repentance, you must humble yourself before God. Formulate yourself to Jesus that you want Him to save you, tell Him that you want to change your life, you will be detached from your bonds, and you will be happy. This word, happy echoed in my body. All my life I have run after happiness without finding it. If I become a Christian, will I experience happiness? Christ will give you His peace, He is the Lord of peace. I knelt before this Christian. If you're Jesus who set this fire on you, the one who protects you so much, accepts me in turn, if he can forgive my sins and forget my past, then I want to be happy and protected like you. Yes I want to become a Christian. That evening I accepted Jesus. He went to get someone to take me to the pastor. The pastor put his hands on his head, he prayed with strength and authority, he asked Christ to untie all my ties. At that moment, the turban that I was wearing on my head came off, the grays of my neck were falling off, the rings that I had jumped out of my fingers by themselves, I was very scared to see these things. I wanted to flee, the pastor held me back, he explained to me the chains of sin are falling, you are becoming and you are a new creature, you are now a citizen of heaven, washed in the blood of lamb, redeemed, justified, Christ paid your price. It must have been 9.30 p.m., 10 p.m., someone picked up my wife. At that moment I was exhausted, two men were holding my arms on either side. I had a lot of emotions, but I was holding back from crying, at least that's what I thought, in fact someone pointed out to me that I was crying. There I said to myself, that I had really changed, I felt like someone else, I was a Christian. My wife, touched by what she saw, also asked to be a Christian. We hugged each other, in tears. My daughter was there too. She confessed to me that she often went to her grandfather's church and that she had even sung in the choir before. She asked me for permission to no longer hide to go there, I answered her, yes my daughter you can go to church. God saved me my family. All this time God has worked tirelessly in my life, to thwart the plans of Satan he had and has a plan for me. At that moment I was no longer thinking of the brotherhood of wizards waiting for me late that night for the sacrifice of my family. My eyes opened, I began to see and hear differently, I wanted to hear the words of these Christians, I wanted more, I thirsted for God. The Destruction of Occult Objects When we got home, there was a terrible explosion outside the door. My house, I had dedicated it to the spirits and to Satan. 
So there was a confrontation of minds there. I stopped dead, and held my daughter in my arms. A spirit watching us from the house asked me who the giant person was with us. When he said that, I was overjoyed, because I too had received the protection of an angel like other Christians. My wife asked me what was going on I couldn't answer her. This joy made me brave, I entered my house. I told my wife that I was going to burn the statues and all the objects of magic and witchcraft so that the Jesus of Christians would come and live there. She told me it wasn't worth it, the pastor would come and pray the next day anyway, but I felt deep inside that I had to burn all these things. We couldn't just pray to drive away spirits and keep things occult. They had to be burnt. The house was very big, I had two swimming pools. At one point I heard noises coming from the swimming pools, as if monsters were there. I knew what spirits it was, snakes and dragons. I told myself that they were coming to kill me, I was afraid. But immediately I remembered the phrases Christians used to say to me when I wanted to attack them, the blood of Christ is mighty. I too repeated, I call the blood of Christ. When I saw the spirits stop, I took more courage, I shouted louder, they finally disappeared. My wife has seen it all. I killed the three snakes and all the cats I had in the house. I threw, burned, I cried the blood of Jesus all the way through. I have burnt magic books, inaccessible books, very expensive books that few wizards can buy, some cost more than $100,000. Books signed by Satan's own. Books that don't burn and don't get wet. They are immortal books that span the centuries. But tonight crying out to power, the name of Jesus, those books burned down. I saw thousands and thousands of spirits coming out of my house. All, of all categories, I saw them go. Some threatened me. In particular the one with whom I had made the pact, the one with whom I made the agreement to sell my soul. He told me that I belonged to him, he reminded me of the sacrifices and the ritual of that moment. He asked me to look at my left hand, because the day I sold my soul to him, that, among other things, I had to bite my left hand until it bled. I replied that my name was no longer in their records, my name was now only in God's book. He asked me to stop what I was doing, he told me that if I put everything back in place and bought everything that I had burned again, he would forget what I had done. I'm not crazy, I've already seen what he does to wizards in such a case, I had no intention of being fooled, which gave me even more courage to assert myself and get rid of them. In these cases there is no need to hesitate any longer, it is necessary to give oneself entirely to Christ. I chased him and all those who were still left from my home. All of my tattoos were gone from my body. The dragons and snakes as well as the protective spirit that had been tattooed on my body, all of that miraculously disappeared. I was exhausted that night. I sat down I looked up to the sky I saw a whole host of angels of God. I was in ecstasy, I said to myself, angels, angels, they all smile in the same way, they look very similar, what beauty, it is magnificent, I have never seen that. At that moment I heard my wife scream, but with a force that I had to shut her mouth. She hadn't seen the spirits go but she saw the angels. I told him. Calm down don't be afraid, we are having a vision, it is a vision from God, calm down, control yourself. It must be said that I was used to supernatural things. This vision allowed me to understand that it was all over now, my house, my family now belong to God. I am still with my wife today, we have a normal life. Likewise, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God for one repentant sinner. Luke 15 10